Welcome to Mayo Clinic's ECG segment, Making Waves, continuing medical education podcast. Join us every other week for a lively discussion on the latest and greatest in the field of electrocardiography. We'll discuss some of the exciting and innovative work happening at Mayo Clinic and beyond with the most brilliant minds in the space and provide valuable insights that can be directly applied to your practice. Welcome to Mayo Clinic's ECG segment, Making Waves. In the dynamic world of medicine, the evolution of technology and practices continually shapes the landscape of patient care. One arena that has witnessed remarkable transformation over the years at Mayo Clinic is its heart rhythm and physiologic monitoring laboratory, a specialized hub pivotal in diagnosing cardiovascular conditions. Through the lens of its milestones and accomplishments, today we're gonna dive into its impact on patient care and diagnosis, diagnosis over time how the lab has adapted to the ever-evolving demands of healthcare, and what innovations have kept it at the forefront. A central pillar to its success lies in the collaborative efforts of a dedicated team, and today we aim to uncover some of those stories that have played crucial roles. We will also learn about the challenges faced, hurdles overcome, and what's to come. We're excited to have with us Dr. Peter Noseworthy, he is a professor of medicine and cardiac electrophysiologist. He serves as chair of the Division of Heart Rhythm Services and the medical director of the Department of Business Development at the Mayo Clinic. He is also the former director of the Heart Rhythm and Physiologic Monitoring Laboratory. Dr. Noseworthy maintains a federally funded research program centered on improving the care of patients with cardiac arrhythmias. He has a concurrent role in the Mayo Clinic Robert D. and Patricia E. Kern Center for the Science of Healthcare Delivery, where he leads several prospective, pragmatic, randomized control trials and analyses on national databases. Dr. Noseworthy, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's been incredible to see how your careers evolve so quickly and amazing from, you know, the ECG lab or the, the heart rhythm and physiologic monitoring lab, as we've been calling it. But you were the director. And, you know, I think We've seen a transition, a growth in your career, but it's always good to look back and see, you know, what have we gained in a lot of the successes that in just a short time we've seen. And so with that in mind, I thought maybe you can share some of the most significant milestones and accomplishments that you've seen during your short tenure there. And how have you seen them impact the care for our patients? Yeah, I would say that probably the most fundamental thing is a reorganization of the ECG lab from being completely internally focused, taking care of Mayo patients and providing a service to the Mayo practice, to an external focus and try to increase our reach in, in order to take care of patients who are not actually uh, currently receiving care at Mayo Clinic. So there's been a shift in the way that we've sort of oriented our resources to do that. Yeah, we looked to uh, Mayo Clinic Labs that I think has done that very well. If you go back 20, 30, 40 years ago, Mayo Clinic Labs was just performing labs for Mayo Clinic patients. But we realized because we had well-engineered processes and differentiated offerings, we could actually offer that and we had excess capacity to offer those services outside of Mayo Clinic. And that's a big part of the way people around the country interact with Mayo Clinic. We think that interacting with digital data is much easier than interacting with specimens. So we can scale what we're doing and hopefully make impact on patients' lives all around the country and hopefully all around the world. And that's really going to be the next phase of the ECG lab at Mayo Clinic. And so from an internal to an external focus, and I, I've certainly seen it in just a short amount of time, and I, I'm sure technology, as you've mentioned, has had a large role in that. How have you seen that impact the lab over the years? 
the technology in ECG probably didn't change much at all for decades and decades, you know, better part of the century, essentially. But just over the past several years, we've seen an explosion of new technologies. That means both the ways that we can record an ECG, now we can record it on a watch or all kinds of different consumer form factors, but also the way we interpret ECG data has, has changed dramatically. And I think of us as sort of being at the right place at the right time in that regard, because we have all these new devices and we have all these new technologies like artificial intelligence and all that expertise that we can bring to bear on ECG interpretation. In some ways it feels sort of lucky, but it's been great to be in that position and to be able to help build the ball. And you've certainly seen it. I mean, you call it lucky and, you know, but there's always been the work in the background that has put you into that position to certainly meet the moment. And I know one thing that's really something that you value yourself on is a, a team and you're very good at kind of leading a team, making them cohesive. And there's been a lot of times, you know, over the last recent years. And how can you shed some light on the collaborative efforts that have been so instrumental in some of these achievements? Yeah, I think teamwork is at the core of everything that we do. Uh, a lot of places uh, where you order a test, that test goes back to the doctor who interprets it and then returns it to the patient. And it's sort of that uh, just a two-way street back and forth between the patient and the provider. But we've developed these infrastructures that rely on a large number of professionals along the continuum to care for patients. So if you go in at Mayo Clinic, you get a device, you'll be hooked up by a technologist, the data will come in, we'll be interpreting it in real time, and it's up to those texts to be able to respond in a timely manner, get the results to the doctor or the clinician who has to ultimately make a decision. And there have been incredible examples of every member of the team, either caring for a patient down in the lab and you know getting them urgent medical care that they need, or making timely medical diagnoses that are life-changing. We had a relatively uh, young woman who um, had been diagnosed with a seizure disorder after having given birth, and she was losing consciousness and sort of convulsing. They assumed she has a seizure disorder. We fitted her with a device, and very quickly thereafter, one of our techs picked up that she was actually having brief runs of polymorphic ventricular tachycardia, was able to communicate with her, get her into the hospital, and she got the care that she needed just in a couple of days of being fitted with one of our devices. And it was a great example of that chain of custody of the data and everybody living up to their responsibility to the patient. That's a big part of what I've loved about this job is just seeing how well the team can work together. Certainly, and a huge shout out to the, the ECG lab, the technicians, those operating it. They certainly you know, make our work light work. And as you've, I've heard you say before is, uh, you know, teamwork certainly does make for light work. And I wonder, you know, over the, the times uh, that you've been there, there's probably been some challenges, but can you share one that maybe has really pushed the boundary of the team's capabilities and really made you reach a little for, for something more? Well, the team has been very resilient to all sorts of changes. You know, we made it through the pandemic together, just as many of the listeners have, uh, you know, thinking about their own work environments and even uh, personal environments. But we were very much a cohesive group in a unified space in the basement of the Gonda building, downtown campus at Mayo Clinic, or at our other uh, facilities, and uh, working elbow to elbow. And we needed to figure out ways to do this, provide the same level of care, but to do it in a virtual and remote working model. So we had to digitize all of our processes. We had to set up workstations at home. We had to change the way people work and interact. And the team rose to the occasion. 
We also had some interesting challenges during the pandemic. There were some drugs that had concerns for QT prolongation, and we needed to figure out ways to monitor the QT and outpatients without bringing them into the hospital for an ECG. People really didn't want to have contact with the health system. It was not necessary. So we worked with various companies to record electrocardiograms in patients' homes, make those recordings, and that opened up a whole new opportunity for us to provide those kinds of services to pharma companies and commercial enterprises that needed us to help with remote patient monitoring for QT interval. And it's an example of sort of the necessity of innovating in crisis and then uh, taking what you've learned and creating a new market out of it. So lots of fun in that regard. So from an intrinsic focus to more extrinsic, really pushing the, the limits with technology, bringing a team together and really pushing the boundaries to meet the needs of our patients in these challenging times. You've done so much. I, I wonder what you see the future as the field in the lab in general. And I know you have someone great following in your footsteps, and I'm so excited to see you know his leadership. Uh, where do you see the changes uh, in, in this space, especially in the lab? We're sort of at this inflection point for technology in many ways, both on the hardware side and then also on the uh, software and ECG interpretation side. And that's just going to uh, grow, I think, exponentially. So whereas traditionally we were focused on the 12 lead ECG performed in the clinic on a, on a, a, a single device, we're really seeing a democratization of ECG data acquisition. And that means that uh, individual patients are empowered as consumers essentially to make these recordings. And we need to find ways to ingest that data, sort out the signal to noise issues, be able to deliver uh, valuable insights to those patients. We need to do so without increasing unnecessary testing or ramping up anxiety that patients are feeling and make sure that we're really delivering uh, valuable insights to those patients. And that's going to be the next challenge. And uh, Dr. Deshbach will, will be taking over this role uh, with the team of over 100 people in the ECG lab. Uh, trying to solve those uh, challenges. And I'm very excited to see where it goes next. Incredible. Exciting work ahead. As we conclude our journey through the intricate world of the ECG lab, it's evident that the realm of electrocardiography is much more than just tracing heart rhythms. It's about innovation, resilience, and collaboration. The work shared by Dr. Noseworthy today underscores the relentless pursuit of excellence in patient care, the strength drawn from collective efforts, and the anticipation of a future filled with even more transformative possibilities. The heartbeat of medicine continues to evolve, and with dedicated professionals at its helm, the Mayo Clinic's Heart Rhythm and Physiologic Monitoring Laboratory is poised to be at the forefront of these exciting advancements. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Noseworthy. Congratulations on all of your efforts over the years. So exciting to see where Dr. Deshmukh and the team take it ahead. Really, thank you again for joining us. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Thank you for joining us today. We invite you to share your thoughts and suggestions about the podcast at cveducation.mayo.edu. Be sure to subscribe to a Mayo Clinic cardiovascular CME podcast on your favorite platform. And tune in every other week to explore today's most pressing electrocardiography topics with your colleagues at Mayo Clinic. This has been a Mayo Clinic podcast.